Do you remember growing up and reading People magazine or Heat and they would be analyzing and tearing apart celebrity bodies with headlines like worst celebrity bikini body or look, they have cellulite too or top 10 celebrity flaws? Do you remember Joan Rivers and how she would pick apart celebrities, what they were wearing and make jokes about their appearance? Well, times haven't changed much. We might not be flipping through magazines, and Joan Rivers has since passed away. But we continue to dissect other people's looks on social media. Picking apart celebrity faces may seem like harmless entertainment, but we aren't consuming it consequence-free. Let's get into it. Welcome to a brand new episode of Beauty Unlocked, the podcast. If you're new to Beauty Unlocked, I'm Carissa, host of this circus. Welcome, friends. If you've been a long-time listener, you know all about the shenanigans and utter fuckery that is Beauty Unlocked. (laughs) Are you ready? Welcome, friends, to a brand new episode of Beauty Unlock the Podcast. I'm Carissa. So before we get into the article, um, which is a topic I wanted to do since February of this or February or March of this year, um, and I recently fell on this article that was written like last month, but that's besides the point, Um, you might hear the air conditioning. (laughs) So just to let you know, if you hear this kind of whooshing sound here and there, it's the air conditioning. I am recording this when it's still summer. Um, We're on, it's the 14th of August. Um, When I'll, when I'll release this episode, uh, that's to be determined. (laughs) But just to let you know that if you hear a whooshing sound, it's the air conditioning unit because, you know, It's summer, it's hot, and I hope you're keeping hydrated. So the article um, I found is called This Culture of Dissecting Other People's Looks Needs to End, and it was written, I believe, by Alex Peters, um, who's the beauty editor of DaysDigital.com. So let's take a look at what Alex writes. My teenage years coincided, rather unfortunately, with the height of Heat Magazine. I remember Heat Magazine. Week after week, I would read about the best celebrity tummies, the worst summer bodies, the top 20 celebrity flaws, Uma Thurman's big hands, Emma Button's large forehead, the cellulite, the sweat patches, the tanning disasters, the things that make us basically human. But okay, all of them dissected and analyzed in excruciating detail. Uma Thurman and Emma Bunton may or may not have seen the zoomed-in paparazzi pictures of their so-called flaws splashed across the covers, but every young girl and boy with a large forehead or big hands reading at home certainly felt a lot shittier about themselves. To this day, I can't look at my cellulite without my brain unhelpfully conjuring up a big red circle around the offending area. Remember, friends, that cellulite isn't real. You should check out that that episode I did. <clears throat> and after poring over issue after issue dedicated to ranking summer bodies, years later, I still find myself buying high-waisted bikini bottoms to hide my stomach on the beach. Heat Magazine, thankfully, doesn't hold the cultural sway it used to. 
but its toxic culture of scrutinizing a celebrity's every feature can, unfortunately, now be found alive and well on, you guessed it, social media. No longer focused on just their natural flaws, the new breed of gotcha content is dedicated to uncovering and exposing celebrity modifications, both surgical and photoshopped. My, my, what a time to be alive. With clinical precision, eagle-eyed Instagram and TikTok accounts pick apart celebrity quote-unquote transformations, highlighting the straighter noses and teeth, the face-tuned wrinkles and waists, the lifted brows, the plumper lips and bigger boobs. Many of the people behind these accounts are professional plastic surgeons who use their knowledge and credibility to make claims about what procedures they believe celebrities have undergone. Surgeons like Dr. Daniel Barrett and Dr. Charles S. Lee have racked up millions of followers and views on TikTok from posting about the plastic surgery secrets of public figures. Mm, 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 mm. But recently, things have taken an even more sinister turn. Because now, it's not just about what celebrities may have had done. Increasingly, attentions are turning to what they should have done. Accounts like at goddess.women and at photoshop and shop is S-H-O-P-P-E are dedicated to photoshopping celebrities and giving them imagined cosmetic procedures, taking it upon themselves to quote-unquote improve the areas they think celebs are lacking in. My, 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 what fuckery is this? At Virtual Plastic Surgeon, promoted by Dr. Michael Keyes, a real cosmetic surgeon behind Instagram account Celebrity Plastics, takes it one step further by listing the simulated treatments. For example, model Jean Cadieux is given the following procedures. Hairline lowering, forehead filler, endoscopic brow lift, temporal implants, cheek augmentation, rhinoplasty, Vito-Y lip lift, and jaw reduction, the backlash is beginning against these types of practices, however. Over the weekend, Miranda Wilson, an aesthetic nurse practitioner with 40,000 TikTok followers, posted a video in which she detailed what types of procedures she would give Stranger Things actress Natalia Dyer. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. People were understandably angered and upset by the video. Twitter user... Probably Persian, reposted the clip with a caption, I could never be a celebrity because if someone made a video like this about me, I would get violent. In just three days, it has gained over 460,000 likes and 2,000 comments. Overwhelmingly negative. The fact that the new and quote-unquote improved photoshopped dyer looks absolutely ridiculous is besides the point. At a time when we are in a self-esteem crisis, when eating disorder rates are skyrocketing, when half of both men and women experience body dysmorphia, giving unsolicited, quote-unquote, improvements and criticism about someone's face is gross and degrading. Coming from a person who has the power to influence how people are changing their faces on a daily basis is irresponsible, dangerous, and unethical. Many people also pointed out how these kinds of tactics are often a capitalist ploy to push products or services by playing on people's insecurities. One thing that they taught young me in advertising before I left it is that our job was to destroy self-esteem. 
By targeting someone people hold as extremely beautiful, they are targeting your self-esteem more than they are Natalia Dyer, activist Raphael Shimanov wrote on Twitter in relation to Wilson's post. And it seems to be working. Many people in the comments spoke out about how they would have been influenced by videos such as these in more vulnerable stages of their lives. I have struggled with body image since I can remember, especially things like the shape of my jaw and face, one commenter wrote. If I had seen this when I was 15, I would have been trying to figure out which possessions I could sell to get this done on myself. Wilson has since removed the video and said she did not mean to offend anyone. <clears throat> okay, I'm just going to step away from the article for 2.5 seconds. Let me tell you something. I don't know if people are unaware of what the fuck they're posting or they are very aware of what they're posting and they don't give two shits because all they care about is how many views, likes, and followers it gets. Which just goes to show you how fucking shallow our society is. That the only thing we care about is not the content that we're posting, but whether or not it gets a whole bunch of fucking likes. And it's just, it's incredible. What do you mean you did not mean to offend anyone? Clearly, it took time for you to create this post, this video, which means the whole time you were you were doing it, you cannot tell me that it did not cross your mind for one second or one nanosecond that this would offend people who have issues with body dysmorphia, who have issues with self-esteem, who have issues with body image. I just don't understand how people don't fucking think. Do you know, before I post something, I'm seriously looking at it from every single angle and changing my words a thousand times before posting because I'm worried of how it's going to come across to other people in the sense of if it hurts anybody's feelings in any way, shape, or form, if I am disrespecting or degrading anyone by posting what I'm posting. So I don't understand people who have fucking 40,000 followers and they don't fucking think for 2.5 seconds. Oh my goodness. Okay, rant over. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I just, I cannot deal with the fuckery and shenanigans that is social media. I just, I just, it's made us even worse as human beings, in all honesty. And in this case, it's Wilson, for example, who says, I didn't mean to offend anyone. I wonder if I go onto your TikTok page, if I'm going to see more content like this, meaning that your apology might have been half-assed and you really don't care because all you care about is getting more and more followers. I'm actually going to check your, your TikTok right now. Obviously, I'm not going to go check TikTok right now because I am in the middle of recording this episode. But once I finish this episode, I'm going to check the TikTok of Wilson to see if there is more content like this, because then that means that your apology is half-assed and you don't give two shits. I'm not into canceling people because I don't believe in cancel culture. I do believe in holding people accountable. And it's fucking frustrating and tiring to see these large accounts post whatever they f the fuck they feel like posting without taking into consideration the effects it might have on someone. Absolutely tiring. Okay, rant over. I'm going back to <laughs> I'm going back to the article now. I think my blood pressure just fucking rose. Like honestly, oh my god, my tits it just grinds my tits. So, as I said, Wilson has since removed the video and said she did not mean to offend anyone. But she is just a symptom, rather than the cause, of our toxic culture of body shaming. 
When it comes to celebrities or people in the public eye, often the justification given is that it's a way to help us non-famous people feel better about ourselves. Don't panic, famous people get it too, reads the byline for Heat's Cellulite Shaming 2004 cover story. This line of reasoning has been passed down to the next generation. The internet has so many lies. Some people tell me on the daily that my account boosts their self-esteem because now they know that influencers are not perfect and that they have flaws or insecurities. The anonymous user behind Exposing All Celebs, an Instagram that chronicles the visual transformations of celebrities, told Dazed Beauty back in 2019. The desire to lift the veil for the sake of transparency and the self-esteem of many is understandable. However, whether the intentions are good or bad, this dissection of people's bodies, famous or not, is causing us more damage than good. Picking apart celebrity faces may seem like harmless entertainment, but we aren't consuming it harmlessly. It's toxic, not just for the subjects, but for everyone. When you start viewing celebrities as a combination of body parts that you are going to be the judge of, the likelihood is that you will end up treating other people in your life and yourself in the same way, says Viran Swamy, professor of social psychology at Cambridge's Anglia Ruskin University, who specializes in body image and human appearance. After analyzing, feature by feature, a celebrity's face, the next time you look in the mirror, chances are you will start studying your own face in the same way, analyzing and diagnosing every small perceived flaw and opportunity for improvement. All we are really doing, Swami says, is training ourselves to be hyper-aware of every feature and every quote-unquote fault, and this awareness only leads to finding faults in ourselves. When people view these images, they end up feeling more anxious about their bodies, they have lower self-esteem, and they're much more likely to be willing to consider cosmetic surgery in the future, he says. Faces should be different and interesting. Watching at Photoshop take celebrities' faces and edit them down to fit a quote-unquote perfect ratio, erasing every unique and distinguishing aspect of them over and over again is depressing. Seeing plastic surgeons or medical professionals mold faces to produce the same bland look over and over again is bleak. Why should we all just look like one generic just-add-water Instagirl? As writer Sarah Manavis commented after viewing Wilson's TikTok, social media has done a lot of terrible things, and many are far worse, but popularizing the pervasive idea that beauty means everyone having the exact same face is up there. Now, I'm not going to go on another long rant because I think you heard enough of that about five minutes ago. <laughs> but what do you think of these kind of accounts that point out celebrities' quote-unquote flaws? How about the accounts that use Photoshop to give celebrities imagined cosmetic procedures to quote-unquote improve them? I want to know how accounts that dissect every aspect of human bodies and faces make you feel. Let me know. I want to know your thoughts. You can send me an email uh, at Carissa's Podcast Hour 2022 at gmail.com. And you'll find my email also in the show notes. 
I hope you found this article insightful. It definitely made me go back down memory lane and what I thought was a harmless pastime growing up flipping through magazines that, you know, such as People Magazine or even Heat um, or even watching Joan Rivers (laughs) um, was really quite damaging in the way I perceived myself and my worth based on what my body and face looked like. Again, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for tuning in. And you'll hear from me again next week. Bye. Make it clap, 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 cl